Good morning and welcome to PBS as we dive into today's word. <laughs> Good morning. Everybody's doing well today. I don't know why that music makes me think of a Mr. Rogers episode or something on PBS. I don't know why, but uh, appreciate you all uh, tuning in this morning. Hope everybody is a wide awake and ready and raring to go. Yes, I'm a sick and disgusting man who gets up early and can be in a good mood. It is gross and and people should beat me for such atrocities, but uh, I can't help it. So, uh, but anyway, I do. It's an old rainy, nasty day out there. So I hope everybody dresses accordingly and I uh, hope everybody has an awesome day today. Let's see who we got this morning watching. We got, uh, let's see here, Donna Taylor. Darlene Barker, Lee Miller, Brandy Boyd Young, Jennifer Honeycutt. So that's all the ones I can see anyway. So appreciate all you guys and gals watching this morning. And uh, uh, let's try to get this day started in the right direction. Well, at this time, my friends, uh, Talena Greer, good morning. Uh, let's go ahead and stand. Let's do our Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. And to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. All right. All righty then. Yes, that is an awesome thing to be able to do each morning, be able to say that Pledge of Allegiance. And, uh, you know, like I say every morning, I'm bulls me away at those who wish to uh, destroy this country, you know, uh, people gave Trump a hard time for building the wall and trying to, to protect our borders. And I remember reading comments of that he was insensitive and that uh, uh, he was separating families and, and uh, he didn't care for children. And they showed children in cages. And uh, the pictures they were showing actually the stuff that Obama built they all love so much for whatever reason. He was a lunatic. But, uh, you know, it is... Uh, uh, the problem is, when you have open borders, we have borders for a reason. That is to protect us uh, from those outsiders who wish to destroy us. All right? Even all, kingdoms used to have walls. They had moats around their kingdoms and uh, to protect the people uh, that they're in there. There are legal channels and ways to come to this country, and, and nobody has a problem with that. It's those trying to bypass that and come through here illegally and be rewarded for it. That's why everybody's upset. And so you've got these sex traffickers moving across the border. You've got uh, drug dealers going across the border. In fact, I was talking to a physician yesterday who said that uh, drug addiction, particularly among veterans, are on an all-time high right now and that you wouldn't believe the amount of fentanyl that's coming across the border uh, and, uh, and making its way up to here to Tennessee, and uh, not to mention everywhere else that's going on. They've captured terrorists, uh, these kids that are being abused. It is, uh, I mean, and then finding three and four and five and six-year-old by themselves out in the middle of nowhere crying and needing help. Uh, the blood of these children are on the hands of, of Biden and all those who voted for that lunatic. You can get mad at me if you want to, uh, but he said, well, I came here for a devotion on the political talk. But the thing of it is, if we're to show... God's love. See, they want to carelessly throw out, you know, it amazes me those 
who oppose uh, every concept of Christianity, when you oppose something that they don't like, all of a sudden they become the ones throwing out scripture at you. Well, Jesus says, love, yeah, we're to love and take care of our own. You know, uh, God says those who don't take care of our family is worse than an infidel. We're to take care of those in this country and make sure they're where they're, you know, they have their needs and we're in doing that. We're not saying we don't have compassion for those who are suffering in other countries. That's why we, this country sends money and uh, need, you know, medical supplies and, and people to, to help us. So it's not like a, we're, we're, I'm saying we're, we're to be callous, but if those who are illegal want to come in, do it legally. But it just, those crossing the border is, is just, it's chaos. And they're, they're flooding this country. And our, our country cannot, its infrastructure cannot handle uh, the amount of individuals coming over here. And it's just another push towards socialism. And that's why, as a pastor, I have to get up there and uh, tell people, you know, there's, there's reasons why, so that they don't miss, you know, be misled by those in the media falsely and erroneously using scripture. Uh, you know, like I said, it's always so funny how those who oppose it always want to use it, you know, so, but we need to pray for our country, guys and gals. And uh, good morning, Angel Dixon. We, uh, we've we got to, uh, we've got to pray for this country, and uh, we are in dire straits, and uh, they're talking about another stimulus check coming out. I'm just telling you, you can't keep printing money. There's if you don't have the, uh, the like I said, the gold standard, something to back that currency, it becomes worthless. And what they're they're trying to collapse this economy. That's what they want. They're they're the push for globalism, one world currency. They want socialism. The liberals are nothing but about power. And like I said, their goal they want to eliminate Christians. They want to eliminate churches. They want to eliminate pastors. That stands and flies in the face of everything that they're pushing, and they don't like it. And uh, so I think that's one reason I'm having such a hard time trying to get the word out here on social media. But uh, like you know, I know people don't aren't a real excited about uh, uh, me in the mornings, maybe sharing a little political commentary, but as a pastor, I feel like it's a disservice if I don't, and I try to approach it from a biblical perspective, uh, you know, and uh, it may be uh, uh, outlined or with a with a bit of opinion, but, uh, you know, I just feel like it's things that need to be addressed and you need to be aware of, so just like I was talking to somebody yesterday, don't have a TV or internet, maybe they're better off, who knows, but... All right, let's go ahead and uh, look at our morning scripture. We're going to look at 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 8. Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary the devil walks about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may do. No, that is not right. That's the one we read yesterday. You know what I did? I forgot to upload it to my slide. <laughs> that's exactly what I did. I was like, wait a minute, that's, that is not right. That is not the verse that I was... Uh, I'm going to read this morning. So, let's get over here to the verse I was going to read. I apologize because this is one of my favorite verses. Because I was reading, I thought, that ain't right. So, we're going to read Isaiah chapter 40, verse 31. So, I was uh, preoccupied uh, this morning and uh, wrestling with my dog, and I forgot to upload the slide. <laughs> so, those who wait on the Lord will renew. Oh, sorry. Get back over here. Those who wait on the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. Isaiah forty thirty one. That is one of my favorite Bible verses. If you ever want to ask, of course, I love John three sixteen and seventeen for obvious reasons. But I love Isaiah forty thirty one. There's probably reasons behind that. You know, it is. Uh, 
Uh, not only do I love that verse just because of its context, what it stands for, and we'll get into that here in just a minute, but it's a verse I've quoted many, many times uh, while uh, I was running road races or uh, running track uh, when I started getting tired, and it always seemed to strengthen me. In fact, let's get over, we'll get over here to Isaiah here just a little here. Hold on here. Oh, that dropped me Bible. That ain't good. It might be better if I could uh, get into Isaiah, wouldn't it? Let's <laughs> get over here. Because I feel like we need to uh, look at something here. Hold on here. Give me just a second to turn these pages. And of course, I'm reading from English Standard Version. So, But uh, Isaiah 40, uh, 31 here. All right. Um, so I want to read this in, its, in this, this version of it. Okay. Uh, again, it says, But they who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. That last little bit there is one that, uh, you know, uh, when you're in a race and you're trying to run, it's easy to get tired. It's easy to get winded. It's easy to want to give up and quit, you know. And particularly when you're giving it your all and you see somebody running by you and you're just like, ah, you know, it's frustrating. But uh, when you're getting tired, you, you know, and to me, not only does that apply to uh, where I was running physically, but it, it applies to us spiritually. This, these verses come out of time where the Israelites uh, were, uh, you know, maybe looking at punishment. They were under the thumb of Babylonians. They're at a time when, uh, you know, uh, maybe uh, trust in the Lord was at an all-time low. And that's one thing that uh, this verse is referring to. You know, sometimes we may have to f uh, face certain situations in our lives that are uh, terrible circumstances. Uh, you know, maybe you had a kid picked up on drugs, or maybe you've I lost your job of 20 years. Maybe you've uh, see, you know, looking at a divorce. You know, you know, who knows what it may be. And, uh, you know, whatever that is, we just have to, you know, whatever circumstances, no matter how bad or how tough, we need to trust in the Lord and realize that he is in control. We may not understand the circumstances, why we're having to go through this, but we have to trust in God. You know, and I know it sounds a little um, cliche or, or, you know, maybe it's a bit of Christian ease, if you will. But it, you know, it is the reason why we have pain, the reason why we have suffering is due to the fact of Adam and Eve, the fall of man, because of sin is in the world. In a perfect world, we wouldn't have to face these kind of things. But because of that, that's why we have to, to deal with sorrow, death, suffering, and uh, pain. It's part of it. It's not fun. But it's something we know that we all have to deal with one way or the other. And, uh, you know, I know finances are, are stressful. I know it is for our home, and uh, uh, me and Brandy have been known to uh, have a argument or two. <laughs> and I always, I, you know, it's amazing when we have those arguments. I'm always a vision of calm, and I'm trying to weather the storm. And and I'm speaking very softly, and she's just man attacking me and screaming, throws me to the ground, kicks me in the stomach, and just uh, you know, it, it's horrible when we have to fight and. You know, when you're meek and quiet as I am, it's it's very difficult to live in those kind of circumstances. <laughs> if you believe that, I got some swamp land in, uh, or some oceanfront property in Kentucky, I'll tell you. No, we, uh, she's not done any of those things, and uh, she may have raised her voice, as I have mine. <laughs> and, uh, you, know, well, you know, there's you're, you're going to have those times of fighting and arguing. That's just part of a relationship, you know, that's just part of it, but... Uh, you know, finances can be particularly stressful, and 
Uh, we just have to trust in the Lord. He's going to meet all of our needs according to his riches and glory. We've got to trust him. You know, when you rely on your own abilities, when you think you can rely on your own talents, when you think you rely on your, uh, your, your own education or wisdom, whatever, you're going to fall. You're going to grow weary. You're going to grow faint. You're not going to be able to continue the race. You will fall. I can tell you by first-hand experience that if you rely on your own abilities, you will fall in a major way. You know, I, uh, uh, darling, see, that's not a, there's not a bull button. Well, that's very nasty, darling. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, it is, uh, uh, like I said, I, I know from experience trying to rely on my own gifts and abilities and falling and failing. I mean, not only before I was really trying to live for the Lord was I failing miserably because I was only looking at myself. But even going into the ministry, trying to, to preach, like I said, I've not reached some a level of, of, of spiritualness that I'm above everyone else. By no stretch of the imagination, I'm just trying to explain to you what the Lord's done in my life. And even in, in preaching or teaching, you know, I was relying on my abilities. I was relying on... I feel like, you know, I feel like I had to absorb all this information and I had to memorize it and I had to know it and it was just overwhelming and, and, you know, it, it just, you know, I, it, it was tough, you know, because I, you know, I thought I've got to get this, I got to know this. And, you know, and the Lord was just like, listen, you put in the time and work, you be humble before me and I'll, I'll put in your mouth what I want heard. And when I started letting go and letting God, you know, so to speak, it is, uh, uh, it was a load lift off my shoulders, and it made things a whole lot easier. I wasn't near as stressed, and I felt the Lord has used me uh, far greater uh, than when I was trying to rely on my own abilities. And that's what we have to get to. We have to show that, that uh, spirit of selflessness, that spirit of humility uh, in our day-to-day -day lives and how we think, how we talk, what we do, and, uh, and whatever life throws at us, give it to God. You know, sometimes you may, you know, people may, may be, watching this and say well that's easier said than done you don't know what i'm going through you don't know what i've been through you know it is um mother's day is sunday and i was telling everybody wednesday night to uh you know be sensitive and pray for for those who no longer have their mothers whether it's male or female and i said you know one thing that i think is uh, i think it's a little harder on women when they don't have their mothers than it is on men you know there's just a different kind of connection a bond there but something that Brandy really reminded me of, too, that we need to be sensitive of is women who have lost children. And uh, I was like, yeah, you know, that's right. I should have really made mention that. I don't care if it's a miscarriage or if, the, if it was a young child or an older child. It doesn't matter the age. It's still their child. And this Mother's Day can be particularly painful. And this is one area that we can talk about with all confidence uh, in this verse is to trust in the Lord. Give it to Him. And I was talking a little uh sandra yesterday uh her husband willie just passed away i ran into her to walmart and she started crying and uh, she said i really really miss him you know they've been together for many many years and um i told her she said she said i feel like i'm doing good and all of a sudden i'm just overwhelmed with uh, and start crying i said that's perfectly and totally natural i said it's like the ocean there's moments of calm you feel like you're doing good hey i'm dealing with this well and and i have nowhere a wave a hit you and knock you down. It kind of be like when me and Brandy went to the beach one time. I was out there trying to hold Madison. It was, the waves were a little rough that day. And uh, she was standing there. Next thing I know, she was gone. That wave had knocked her down. And she was trying to get up. And every time she tried to get up, another wave would hit her. And so I hear I'm trying to hold Madison. I'm running over to her, trying to pick her up. Waves hitting me at the same time. Finally got her picked up. 
and uh, get her get her out to, to safety, so to speak. Bless her heart. I was watching she was struggling so hard trying to get back up. And sometimes that's the way life can deal with it. Sometimes that's the way grief can deal with it. Sometimes we're doing good and one wave after another is hitting you, knocking you down. Well, guess what? You know, uh, in my feebleness in an attempt to help her, God is far greater than we can ever hope to be. And his might, his greatness, his mercy, his grace reaches down and picks us up out of those waves that are knocking us down over and over and over again. It brings us to a place of calm and serenity. And only Jesus can do that. Only God can do that. And you have to give it to him. Just like I was telling her, you have to give it a day at a time. Take it one day at a time. She said, that's what I'm trying to do. And I said, that's all you can do. Don't worry about tomorrow, next week, next month, next year. You just take today, live it for the Lord. And then tomorrow comes, you take it and, and use and do it as best as you can. That's all we can do. And see, and that's what we can read here. When we look at his verses here, that they who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles because we're drawing from God's strength, not our own. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint because we have the confidence and the power and the strength of God to keep pushing forward. You know, there's no surprise that the Apostle Paul often referred to our Christian walk like a race, like a running. Of course, at that time, I've told you before, it's like, you know, the, probably was like the Isthmian Games, which is very much like our Olympics we have today. And uh, in running, you know, I have, you know, I, I enjoy it. In fact, yesterday I was able to get a little two-mile lot jog in, wasn't nothing major, but hey, for, you know, where I'm trying to get this weight down and work on my health, I was pretty happy but i i love it y'all don't under i can't put into words how much i love to run you may be sitting there thinking not only are you insane because you're happy in the morning but this lunatic likes to run <laughs> so you know most people are like if you want to run if you see me running you better run too <laughs> kind of that mentality but when you're running sometimes you have a straight stretch and it's it's easy going going down a hill that's easy going but sometimes you face a steep hill and i could take you all right down here to uh, hell's chapel road here and I can show you one of the steepest hills there and over here on, I think it's Paul Sailor Road over here. I can show you two hills that are massive, and I love them. You know, I think you're nuts. I am crazy, but I, the steeper the hill, the more I like it. It's just the challenge. And it's just like, you know, you just uh, you feel like your heart's beating out of your chest. You're breathing heavily. You don't think you can take another step. But, you know, you keep pushing. It's hard. It's tough. But then when you make the crest of that hill and it levels off, it's like, ah. Uh, you know, and you just kind of get your, your wind and you just kind of keep going. It's like that in our spiritual life. Sometimes we hit them massive hills, and those are hills you don't like and don't want. And you don't think you can take another step. You're like, God, I'm giving it all I can. And God said, give it to me, and I'll get you through to the top of that hill. And that way you can run a straight and true race. You know, that's the only thing that's going to get us through is staying on the right course is keeping our eyes on Jesus. I've told you before, when, I, when I'm running a race or something, I zero in. I focus. I mean, it's almost like I, just, I, I push everything out. It's just like, you know, it's just a tunnel vision. That's why we got to be with Jesus Christ and with God. We have to have that, that tunnel vision and be completely focused on him. And as long as our eyes are focused on him, we're not going to sink. You know, remember that, how Peter sank in the water. He took his eyes off of Jesus, and there he started to sink. And that's why uh, Jamie and Linda Arnold Church got me that uh, photo, a uh, picture I love dearly. It looks like Jesus reaching down, smiling. Uh, you know, he's like he's underwater, and Jesus is reaching down, standing there, pulling him up. I love that photo, and they got that for me. And I uh, love it and cherish it. But uh, and that's what's true. When we start sinking, guess what? God is there. 
So uh, think about uh, if your mama's still alive, be sure and contact her, let her know you love her. If you uh, are a woman that's lost her mother, uh, we will sincerely keep you in prayer and strength. And if you're a mama that's lost a child, uh, we'll definitely uh, be giving you uh, special prayers uh, this weekend so you can deal with its difficulties. And, uh, And I know it's going to be tough. But just realize God is there. He's going to comfort you and strengthen you and get you, get you through it. And, uh, so let's go ahead and, uh, uh, go ahead and have a word of prayer if we may. And if our Lord, we thank you, love you and praise you. Lord, thank you so much for another wonderful day, another opportunity to spread the gospel message. Lord, help us to trust in you. When all hope seems to be lost, let us trust in you. Let us draw from your strength. Let us draw from your peace. Let us draw from your love and grace and mercy. Lord, help us to stay in on the right and true, straight course. Lord, let us keep our eyes focused clearly on you, and you will get us over those obstacles, get us over those hills, and get us to those places of serenity and peace and love that only you can provide. And Lord, for someone watching this morning that doesn't know you, let him pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with the Holy Spirit. Lord, I pray that you be with our nation and its leaders, that they will come to know you before it's too late. Lord, I just want to lift up Talena Greer this morning. I know she's struggling and in pain and take away that discomfort that she's experiencing. Lord, I do pray for all the mamas out there, that they all have a blessed and wonderful weekend. Be with those moms that are uh, dealing with loss of child, and uh, Lord, that you will strengthen them and give them peace. Be with those women and men who are going this weekend without their moms and that you will strengthen and encourage them as well. Lord, I pray for our brother in Christ, Ron Thompson, to continue healing upon him and that all went well with the surgery. Uh, Lord, I pray to be with Kim Penix and Wendy Lee and uh, Roger Winters. I pray to be with uh, Troy and Ginger Hood and uh, Lynn and David Feathers and Jane Kitchings and Larry and Dinah Knight. And uh, Lord, I just pray that you be with us all. And we'll have a good weekend, a blessed day, and we'll use it for your glory. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. I appreciate all you guys and gals for watching this morning, and I do hope everybody has a blessed and wonderful day today. And uh, just uh, like my grandfather used to say, when things get tough, he said, get out there and skin them out. Pick yourself up by your bootstraps and skin them out. So guys and gals, skin them out today. Keep your eyes on the Lord. Keep your eyes on the prize, man. You'll get it through. So hope everybody has a great day today, a fantabulous day. And remember, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Thanks for watching. God bless.